Hey guys, this is Tanner Gezzi from Masculine Style. I'm calling in to wish you a very Merry Christmas and share both my best and worst Christmas gifts. I'll start off with the best. I remember one year I was about 10 and my little brothers and I came out super excited to see all the gifts that we were going to be getting from Santa and he did not show up. We were devastated. And uh, as we were going through and opening up some other presents, I had to run downstairs to find something and ended up discovering that the entire basement was filled with stuff from Santa. So we went from extreme devastation to extreme happiness in a matter of seconds, and I can still remember that feeling. The worst Christmas gift was actually when I was probably 22, 23 years old, and my girlfriend at the time, she for some reason thought that I was just a kid. I think it had something to do with the fact that I enjoyed playing Halo and other video games and nobody else in her life did. So she got me a remote-controlled car as a Christmas gift and expected me to be excited about this when I had no indication that I was in remote-controlled cars. And then I find out she didn't even buy it. It was a giveaway gift for her dad having bought some furniture (laughs) and the furniture company gave it away. So needless to say, that one didn't last very long. Anyway, those are my stories. Merry Christmas, guys. I love the show, and uh, I hope to talk to you again soon. You are listening to the Gentleman's Scofflaw Podcast. Listener beware. Rise and shine, the liquor store is open. I ain't got time for moping. I best be on my way. Well, I still got time to save my reputation. Christmas, everybody. Um, welcome to the Gentleman's Scofflaw Podcast, the podcast for the Rebel and the Renaissance Man. I'm your host, Jordan Crowder, and with me in person, as always, is the Don, Donovan Fowler, and joining us all the way up in the Great White North is Johnny Boy. How Hello. you doing? Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Merry man. Merry Christmas, fellas. I, I see that you guys are... And happy Hanukkah uh, looking, to all of our, uh, happy all Hanukkah, our Jewish friends happy out there. Happy Kwanzaa, happy holidays. Yeah, Kwanzaa actually doesn't happen until the end of Christmas. It's like after Christmas, so really? we don't quite say that. Yeah, yeah who cares? Oh, so I'm being... I was trying to be... PC. Call, PC. PC and welcoming, and I ended up being... I'm sorry. Being, being bad. Yeah, you were... Like, you were Christmas doesn't... Kwanzaa doesn't start until uh, after what Christmas. What about Festivus? Festivus I saw somebody had a Festivus sign out. Yeah, we'll I just, think Festivus is, is just as valid a holiday as uh, Kwanzaa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, <laughs> you got your you got your Christmas uh, sweater on. It's I nice. do. It's I actually do. like that's actually like a nice Christmas sweater. Well, it's funny. It's like it, my mother bought me this this sweater uh, years ago. She yeah. like she was a big fan of this Ralph Lauren brand American Living from JC Penny. <laughs> Too much information. But anyways, <laughs> it's a nice brand, but this this sweater is like it's it's a good sweater, but it has like giant snowflakes on it and I never really quite know wh- when to wear it. So anyways, it's very festive. Yeah. It, it can only clearly only be worn like once a year. Yeah. And, and this is actually I think, the first time I've ever worn it. Really? Because it's so festive. Oh. I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> I don't it know also, how to work it. It also makes me feel like a total 
snowflake. I'm but, uh, <laughs> wearing, you're, wait, wait. You can't introduce your sweater. No. I have to say, All right. Jordan, All right. that is a great sweater that it you're wearing. It's actually sweater. not a sweater, is it? It's a sweatshirt. It's a sweatshirt made to look like a sweater. It's like screen printed. That looks, that looks <laughs> legit. I only knew because I was, I'm sitting so close and to it you. It says Frothy the Snowman, and it's got a hipster uh, snowman with his craft brews. And a mustache. And a mustache, It's yeah. not often that you see a snowman with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all he, need, he doesn't have a corn cob pipe though. That's the only thing I need for it, it is, to be a snowman. It is a representation. Great, it is a great. Uh, that is a great <laughs> snowman. I would. I'd have a drink with him. Um, John, what are you drinking there? I I have Brita tap water. <laughs> no. oh, man, man, you are not selling Canada. You are not. At all. <laughs> you are not festive. You're always like, I have Nestle uh, sparkling lemon water or Brita tap Never water. Never anything festive. Or Stella Artois. What are we drinking here, Donovan? Actually, I should t- tell you what we're drinking because yeah. I bought this, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Thank you, Jordan. No. That's not what I was saying. Uh, this is Shiner Holiday Cheer. It is a seasonal brew that comes out every year. In Texas, it's Shiner. Uh, I don't know if you had Shiner Bach before, but they're more common. I don't think I've had their. But their these, stuff. I found these the other day while we were getting some Christmas decorations at World Market, and they had them. And I was like, I've never you know, seen Shiner stuff anywhere in Los Angeles. World Market is a uh, surprising place to find uh, unique alcohol. Yeah. So if you uh, this, if you're looking for it, it's great. It's uh, like a, it's got kind of a, a an apricot kind of peachy kind of uh, flavor to it. With like oh, yeah. pecans and kind of very fruity. It's 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 a fun fest. It's it's a little bit cheesy, but I it's a tradition where I get it every year now, so I've got to find it. So you're just gonna rope us into mm-hmm. your traditions? Is mm-hmm. that how it's gonna be? Uh, exactly. Interesting if they had an eggnog flavored brew. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it's out there, Johnny. With real egg, <laughs> use yeah. the internet. No, uh, there. I bet you. Uh, I was looking up uh, eggnog uh, uh, bourbon drinks recently. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, actually, every every time whenever I go home, I, I heat up a little eggnog and I put a little uh, cognac. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's not it's bad. No, brandy. Yeah. That is not cognac. I'm not French. Never had it warm before. It's uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> I was always super grossed out by eggnog as a child. Because of that one scene in Christmas Vacation where Uncle Eddie is just like, he like takes the, the, the whatever Wally the Moose yeah. class and Marty. he just like, he just, are you, sh- no, it's not Marty. It's Wally because Wally World. Oh, from oh, the yeah. original one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, funny. Yeah. Where like he, really? he like, he just like dunks it in there and like it's all like slopping around and everything. No, it's just, no, 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 it is Marty Moose. No, it's not. It's oh, I, we got to put a wager oh, on we this. Gotta, okay. We got to check this out if our listeners know. Right, is this in Canadian dollars or U.S. <laughs> US currency? <laughs> and let me let me finish the housekeeping here. Get I away, am man. smoking my uh, Design Berlin um, Dublin pipe. And in it, we've got some Holiday Spirit, which is uh, from McClellan. It's uh, the 2016 edition, and it's the last of it I have left. So oh, there you go. It kind of tastes like pecan pie. And you you have been very kind. You've you've uh, shared this with me. I have not I haven't smoked a pipe in a while, but I'm I'm going to it being the holidays, I'm going to uh to go for it. Um oh. wait a minute. First I have to prove. Oh my gosh. What the hell it is Marty Moose. <laughs> wait. Uh, wait uh, a minute. Uh, I don't uh, understand uh, uh. this because isn't it like you you said American funds, right? 
No, I, I didn't say anything of the sort. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, why is Bitcoin, it called? Bitcoin. My question is, is why is it called Wally World then? Why are you asking me? <laughs> I didn't write the movie. Um, Do I look like Harold Ramis? Harold Ramis. Um, You're not dead, so that's a start. And uh, later on on the show, we've got a bunch of people stopping by, all of your favorites throughout the year. We've got uh, Zach Anner, John Lear. Uh, we've got uh, uh, we've got Jason Jaggard. We've got tons of people that are going to be Let's making see. the guest appearances. Uh, little surprises. Yeah, Rick Schick. And... Uh, also, we've got an interview. We've got some. We've got some music, some live music, and we've got an interview with a with an actual elf from the North Pole too. Sure, it's so, not a vampire this time. No, it's an actual I elf that works the, at the North Pole. All the scars from that last interview. <laughs> and um, listeners, anyone uh, who joins our Patreon page this month, <laughs> all of our proceeds from December are going to support Operation Homefront. I don't mean to laugh at Operation Homefront, but John, there's a cough. Don't you have a cough button or something? <laughs> I do, but I, I get in trouble. Spreading your germs <laughs> all through Skype. You can click it off. Anyways, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean right. to take away from no, Operation that's fine. Homefront. Uh, Operation Homefront, they're a great organization. Uh, they do tons of uh, things for um, military families during the holidays and all throughout the year. Uh, you can check them out. We'll put a link in the show notes. But um, if you join uh, Patreon on our Patreon, all of our proceeds from December are going to support them. So it's a double whammy. Um, you get uh, all the extras from Patreon, and you get to support a good cause. Actually, it's a triple whammy because we're also doing a mega giveaway, um, which is also listed in the show notes. And uh, you get an extra entry if you're a Patreon member uh, in for the giveaway. And we're giving away tons of merch. We've got T-shirts, flasks, uh, you know, stickers, magnets, buttons. Got a bunch of stuff from Phoenix Shaving and a signed copy of uh, If at Birth You Don't Succeed uh, by Zach Anner. All of that Ooh, is yeah. all of that guest. is in the pot. So uh, click the link in the show notes if you're interested in that. And go ahead and join us on Patreon. You won't regret it. We're going to have a bunch of great stuff in the new year that you'll want to be a part of and you'll be supporting a good cause. Absolutely. John, what's going on in, in your week? Well, I watched a couple of Christmas movies recently. I saw Office Christmas Party with oh, yeah. Jason Bateman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that came out last year, right? That was really quite terrible. Oh, no. It seemed like yeah, it. It, 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 it. It wasn't good at all. The The whole premise is entirely selfish-based. They're trying to save their own company to save their own necks and their jobs and all that. And then I watched White Christmas with Bing Crosby and Danny Kay and... Uh, you know, it's the polar opposite. They're trying to be as selfless as possible to help this old man who was their beloved general and, you know, the, the war. Yeah. You know, for no personal gain whatsoever, even when it's brought up that they could be, you know, you know, famous and what do you call it? Free advertising yeah. for their show yeah. and all this. They didn't want Lots it. of schmaltz. That's it. Yeah. Lots of schmaltz, but... It was good, it was honest, and we suck now. They did it because it was the right thing to do. I have to and say, yeah, there's there's like a there's been an influx a lot lately of like every year it's just like really crass Christmas comedies coming out that that aren't funny. They 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 have a they have like a heavy emphasis on physical like comedy, like uh like slapstick and stuff that isn't that isn't funny and is sort of out of place. I think this year it was like Bad Moms Christmas. 
Like it's just all about terrible people. <laughs> all about As terrible. a side note, Bad yeah. Santa Two was filmed around my building in the city where I work. Uh, so if you check out my Instagram, you'll see a snapshot of, uh, you know, the the shot from the movie and the summertime shot. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Um, I watched uh, Home Alone. Uh, this week, which is one of awesome. my favorite Christmas movies. People, I think, write it off as kind of a cheesy, slapsticky kids movie, but that movie's actually but got a lot of layers. Oh, it, it's it's John Hughes. Yeah. All the way through. John yeah. Hughes and Chris Columbus coming. That movie has so much heart. It does. It does, though. I mean, like, my mm-hmm. mom my mom loves that movie. She loves the production design of that movie. Oh, yeah. We there's have, like, there's a, not any Christmas in the... There's not a frame without anything Christmassy in yeah. the whole movie. And it's very, like... It's also very, like, suburban. Like, it, it's... it's I don't know. To me, it's, like, that kind of good side of suburban life that Hollywood sometimes aspires to. Like, that yeah. you would... You'd actually want to live in that neighborhood with those people yeah. and sharing their hijinks. <laughs> yeah, if you go on Google Maps Street View, they've actually blurred out the house. Really? That's hilarious. Yeah. But you can see the house where the wet bandits hit across the street. <laughs> does it say does it say does it is it blurred out with a thing? Oh, the silver wait, the silver tuna was the the house. It was there, a right? uh, but I was going to say, yeah. does it have a little label over the blurred out house that says you can rent this movie on Amazon for three ninety nine? Not <laughs> even see the house in all its nineties glory. Oh man, uh, not yeah. even. I mean, that's. I mean, it's such a classic. It's so funny. I love John Hughes. Like everything's like a, everyone's an archetype in the John Hughes movie. It's so like, but they're but they're st- they still have heart. You know what I mean? Like it's not like. There's, there are other types of movies that would do, like Christmas movies that would do it. Like, oh, here's the bad guy. Yeah. Here's the, you know, the whatever. Yeah. But um, at, at his movie, it's like everybody is like kind of unlikable, but also likable. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Except good. for Joe Pesci, who threatens to bite yeah. Macaulay, fin- uh, uh, Col- <laughs> Macaulay Culkin's fingers yeah. off one by one. <laughs> and then Marv is just okay with it. He's yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for... Smash his face with an iron! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Must be kind of a bittersweet viewing this year, considering it's the first Christmas without uh, John Hurd. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking too when I yeah. saw him. Yeah. My dad mm-hmm. was an extra in a movie once uh, with him, and and basically sat next to him in the crowd scene all day. They talked wow. a lot. Um, which that is crazy. sounds like a future podcast guest right there. Yeah, we could, we could just my dad talking about his his day with John Hurt. Your dad, your, <laughs> we could just have your dad on to just tell stories. He's he's lived through a couple of things. Yeah, we should. We just should a have couple. Him on. So uh, I'm trying to think of. Do you guys have you guys watched any other Christmas movies yet this year? Wait a minute, I'm well, trying to think. Well, I mean, what would you say is your favorite, John? My favorite all time Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh my goodness. If you had to pick one. It's a Wonderful Life has got to be up there. Yeah. But I I find, oh my gosh, what a question. Come back to me. Ask Donovan first. (laughs) Donovan, do you have one? I I do love It's a Wonderful Life. I think it's it's my favorite. Um, Just for the, you know, character relationships. I really like the relationship he has with his wife. Um, And then, of course, I mean, just, you know, the... Uh, different time jumps and stuff. I, it's yeah. just it's a it's a great movie, it classic. Is. Yeah, I'd probably say I don't know. I feel like White Christmas for me has always had a good spot in my heart, but there's not that much Christmas in it. But 
I, well, I mean, you know. they get they get in Santa suits at the end. I know, <laughs> pretty much it. It's, it's, well, it's a Wonderful Life doesn't have a ton of Christmas in it either. It's true, but it's it's not necessarily yeah, that's the true. Setting of Christmas time that makes it a Christmas mm. type of movie. It's mm. the message. Remember when the druggist like slaps young George oh, Bailey yeah. around? That chokes you up every time. It does. It uh, especially as I get older. Like I, I, I almost I lose I lose my dignity. <laughs> like I, I can't I can't restrain myself from just like bawling at that scene because yeah. it's just so it, yeah. Just we're yeah missing a bit of that these days with uh, with. Office Christmas party, whatever the hell that you was. Know, you know what is still like what's up there with me with White Christmas, and people will laugh at this. Um, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. You know what? No, that's awesome. I never saw that, but I, you know why? Because the Muppets Treasure Island traumatized me. <laughs> I, want, I think it did. It was like the, the Billy, there was something about it that, that kind of mess with my head but but i do remember the uh the trailer in front of something i was watching like a kid's movie where the mice are outside uh scrooge's shop and it's snowing and they all yeah. say our assets are freezing <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's a scene where classic, classic. uh where beaker gives michael kane the finger yeah it's true <laughs> uh, there's i mean it's such a gr- like the music in the movie is great and what i love about it is michael kane's performance it is it's so like top notch like it's it's so sincere and like played as if he's in some academy award winning movie <laughs> and he's acting mm-hmm. with all these puppets and the music is is fantastic in it but it's also even though it's muppets it's probably the closest adaptation to the actual original christmas carol book well i want uh, i'd have to disagree with you there I would say the closest adaptation would be that animation by Robert Zemeckis. Oh, yeah. I don't know about but that. I never saw it. it. It's, oh, with Jim Carrey? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, would I you say Would cr- you say that is that is that like a good, like, is it good, though? Uh, it's not his, terrible. His, his animations, all, they don't age well, you know, right? What, with, uh, with that, I feel like the thing that it captured the best of that of the book is the darkness of the book, because the book actually really is kind of terrifying oh, and yeah. creepy. It's all and, about like it's all about uh, death and you know and and yeah redemption. It's, but same yeah, thing as it's, it's a Wonderful Life, second chances and true. redemption. Totally, yeah. it's it's all built around suicide, which yep. brings me to my next favorite Christmas movie, Lethal Weapon, <laughs> in which Mel Gibson <laughs> plays a suicidal. Uh, uh, what what would you call him? Rogue cop, who who teams up with a, a lovable uh, old timer, Danny Glover. I'm and, too old uh, for this. Yeah. What do you, What do you want to hear, man? You want to hear that I that every day I think about eating a bullet. Um, <laughs> that was that. That's not the most memorable line in the movie, but for some reason it came to me. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, there's like there's. It's funny the the Christmas movies that I consider Christmas movies aren't really Christmas movies in other people's heads, like. Like confidential lethal weapon. I mean, Die Hard. It's kind of an obvious one, but they even have Die Hard is the obvious one, and I, I think there's uh, most shots. There's some sort of Christmassy element yeah, yeah. involved. Well, I mean, However, you, you have you have scenes like now I have a machine gun. Ho, <laughs> ho, 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 ho. <laughs> would you McLean. say uh, would you say Diner is a Christmas movie or a holiday movie? Sort of is. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's definitely stru- a winter. It starts winter on movie, Christmas yeah. Day and ends on New Year's Eve. 
I don't That's know. A good I think I think if I grew up with that movie, yeah, I'd probably consider it a Christmas movie. Yeah. Like LA Confidential. I was just talking to John about this. Like the beginning is very Christmas. Yeah. Like it it opens up with like Russell Crowe like dragging like a Santa a whatever like Santa decorations down from somebody's house to get their attention or something but <laughs> but yeah I mean shit uh, Iron Man 3 technically is a Christmas we're getting off the rails here trying to name Christmas movies there's so many good ones <laughs> um, you know what let's uh, let's take a quick little break and let's we'll come back after this um, actually we interviewed Fred Monslow and talked about his new Christmas record and uh, he played live for us so we'll take a quick break we'll go to that and we'll come back Wait, who's Fred Monslow again? Gentlemen, this is John Lear, a former Geico caveman and star of Quick Draw on Hulu calling. My worst Christmas present was essentially uh, most of them because Christmas was always hyped up to be this big, big deal. And so then it was always, always, a, you know, a disappointment when he came padding down from the upstairs, because how could it possibly ever live up to the fantasy that I concocted in my head? It was only until I was 30 and, and I ended up converting to Judaism uh, that Christmas became a wonderful, magical day. Because let me tell you, nothing is better than Christmas as a Jew. Here's what we do. While all the Christians are home opening up their presents and being slightly disappointed and having to deal with family and whatnot, we get Chinese food and go see a movie. And let me tell you, gentlemen, that, that is what Christmas is all about. Happy holidays, and uh, hope you guys have a wonderful 2018. All right, I'm excited to have this next guest. Uh... I guess a friend of the show. He's written in quite a bit. He's a patron on Patreon. Yes, he um, is. But he also happens to be uh, John's John's cousin, um, and he's got a new Christmas album out. And a lot of people don't don't know this yet, but his uh, one of his Christmas tracks is going to be available exclusively to uh, friends of ours on Patreon. So that's right. Uh, Fred Monslau, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Fred. Um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh, about this Christmas album. I mean, first of all, like, how did you get started in music? And then um, what made you want to record a Christmas album? Well, I think uh, like anyone else in music, it first starts with listening to music. Yeah. And, uh, and that's where it all started for me with, with the records that yeah. I would listen to. Yeah. And did, and I still do. Did you um did you have any of your favorite like what are your, some of your favorite records or artists? I don't have any favorites. But yeah. I like Michael McDonald. Okay. So a big fan of like the Doobie Brothers and No, not really. Oh, okay. So just no. just his solo stuff? And Christmas music. Okay. Um so what are some of your favorite uh, Christmas uh records then? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Uh, uh, there's that song about decking the halls in yeah. a way in the manger, and Santa is coming to rock around the Christmas tree. Yeah, and uh, all the all of the above, which which leads me to my album uh, called "Baby It's Cold Outside" because it is. 
Yeah, it it is this time of year. It is it is kind of cold outside. Um, uh, so do you play that song on the record? I do. Okay, that's that's awesome. That's kind of become a Chris, you know, a Christmas standard, right? Uh, um, Fred, I don't remember you listening to uh, a wide variety of Christmas music. Did, did was there a specific artist that uh, that you preferred over the others? You know, when I think of Christmas, you know, White Christmas, Bing Crosby, yeah. all that. Was that at all an inspiration for this? Well, uh, I guess may- maybe a little bit, but I always liked Dino. More than Dino. Bing, oh, Dino Martinez. Those are fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. I don't with with Dean Martin. I feel like he tries a little hard to be cool, and it's really dated now. Like on his uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeers, he's like Rudy the Red and Beaked Reindeer. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's like just sing the song. <laughs> you have a good point. I was always more partial to Louis Armstrong myself. Oh, yeah. No, he is great. He's great. I'm looking at the track list on the back of your CD right here. You got a lot of yeah. great songs on it here. Hold on. Let me get Yeah, a lot of thought it. went into that. So you've got uh, you got some great songs on here. Not all of them are traditional. Uh, some of them, I guess, have become classics in the last couple of years. You got um, Where Are You Christmas? Yeah. Um, the Christmas Shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very sad Christmas song, but it is. Know, it's not it, one of my personal favorites. No. It's actually really a touching song. Yeah, um, it, it is. I disagree. Is um, you've got my uh, my grown up Christmas list. I'm still working on mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got same old Lang Syne, Hard Candy Christmas. Uh, Mary, did you know? And baby, it's cold outside. That's uh, quite the mix. Yeah, you got a lot of like um, reflective Christmas songs on this album. Is it? Was that? Is it? Is Christmas kind of a reflective time of year for you, Fred? I'll think about it a little more, but maybe not. No. Okay. So, are you hoping that uh, this record will be one that people? Uh, you know, pull out every year and put on, you know, put on for the other family gatherings or while they're opening up presents or while they're wrapping presents? Uh, all of the above, yeah. I mean, why not? All right, uh, Fred. Um, well, let's let's hear a little uh, taste of it. You, you're going to perform, uh, perform uh, uh, one of the songs off your new Christmas album there with John for us live, and, um, and uh, we'll talk to you after. Okay. really can't stay I've got to go away This evening has been so very nice Very nice My mother will start to worry My father will be pacing the floor So really I better scurry Maybe just a half a drink more Neighbors might think Say what's in his drink Alcohol I wish I knew how to break the spell I ought to say no, no, no ma'am at least I'm gonna say that I tried 
I really can't stay. Cause baby. Baby, it's cold outside. Very cold. Put on a coat. Get your earmuffs on. Okay, well that that was uh that was an interesting take yeah. on the song. Yeah, um yeah, Fred, usually usually that song is done, you know, as a duet, but I you, you had your own take on it and you did it um Yeah, you, and uh and I, I gotta say that there was kind of a gutsy move on my part because it hasn't been done before. No, it's true. Yeah. I mean not to pat myself on the back, but you know, it has not been done before. It's true. Um but I mean that song I mean not did not take anything away from the song. The song is, is great. Uh the recording is great. Um but that song kinda tells a story and I feel like we're only getting half of it. That's the point. Sometimes you only get half the story. Okay. All right. Uh, well, okay, well, Fred, you have a very Merry Christmas. Okay. Shalom, guys. All right. Bye, um, bye, Fred. All right. Oh, John. Did you hear any of his album before? before uh, <laughs> you know, he gave me a copy. Uh, I think it was four years ago. So he's been working on this for a while. Really? I thought it, it was a new it, thing. Okay, so it's been on... Well... He sent you a demo or something? It, it's always presented as a new thing, um, but <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> oh, okay, well. Uh, well, if you want to get a uh, copy of Maybe It's Cold Outside by Fred Monslau, you could join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash gentscofflaw. And as a patron, you can get that track as a free download to play at all your Christmas gatherings. All right, let's uh, take a quick break. Hello, gentlemen, scofflaws. This is Rick Schick of Movie Fame, A Gross Exaggeration, and Party Rex. Um, PartyRex.com. So my worst Christmas present that I can remember is getting tube socks. Uh, as a kid, I always asked for Legos. I'm like, get me nothing but Legos. If there's any money to spend, spend it on Legos. But somehow I would end up with tube socks. Uh, plus side is Mr. T wore tube socks to the White House, so I guess that made it okay. The best present I ever got is a mechanical sculpture um, designed by Paul Spooner and built by Matt Smith. It's an automaton, which is like a little diorama of The Last Dodo. It's called The Last Dodo, and it's a bunch of sailors sitting around a table with the captain with the carving knives. Sailors are ready to eat, and there's a cooked dodo on the table. You spin the crank, and the sailors, like, pound their fists on the table, and the uh, captain swings his carving knife. It's really cool. Um, Made by a company that's called the 14 Balls Toy Company. If you like Automata, check it out. Ah, Merry Christmas to everybody, and uh, see you next year. Listener Mail. All right, uh, you know what time it is. It's time for a segment 
called Listener Mail. Listener Mail. Where uh, you, the listener, interacts with the show. And you can interact with us on social media. You can leave us a voicemail on uh, if you call the number man81scoff. And you can leave us reviews on iTunes. But we put this out on social media this week, uh, preparing for the show. And uh, we asked everybody what their best and worst Christmas present Ever was, <laughs> and uh, we got I a lot of answers. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what does that first one say there, John? All right, this one's from Michael Gase. It says gas. blue power. Ra- the what? gas man. I think it's ga- pronounced gas, or it's gassy. It's uh, for the listener. It's pronu- it's it's spelled G A S S. Michael G. <laughs> blue Power Ranger costume. Nobody effing likes Billy, <laughs> and he says. Uh, and the best was his Ninja Turtles playset with the pipes. Oh yeah, I remember that set. It's true. I don't remember that at all. Well, wait a minute. I feel like, I guess, I guess out of the boy power, uh, the guy Power Rangers, it was like, you know, Billy was the nerd with the with the katana. I feel like all the guys wanted to be the red one because he had oh, yeah, cool hair for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, that was that was totally my jam when I was when I was in preschool. All right, and uh, we've got one here from Jennifer Anderson. She says, getting my best present this year from Eric and Jill. Uh, I know what she's referencing. That's our friend Eric Anderson, uh, our resident therapist. They're about to have a baby any day. Oh, no way. Uh, So congratulations, Eric. Everybody's having babies. And Jennifer, uh, who's a very loyal listener of the show and a patron. Um, What was that next one uh, say there, Donald? Name one of your, name the child after us. <laughs> uh, anyways, it'll be Jonathan. Long pause. Yeah, Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan Jordan, whatever its last name is. Um, this one is from Wow, Meg Lugerick. Lugerick? Chick. Yeah. Possibly possibly related to Rick. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, let's uh let's see. A pastel velour sleep shirt with a picture of Bobby Sherman on the front. That one, severely out of touch ant, was the bane of the Christmas of Christmas mornings. <laughs> that's uh that's interesting. interesting. Velour. Uh, velour. Oh hmm. man. Oh, we got uh Jonathan uh Jonathan. <laughs> See now it's on your brain. Yeah, I know. Jonathan Kuhn says uh best whoa, was whoa, 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 whoa. What is the mid? What's the middle name? I'm in there? Bother no, trying you to try. Bother. You have to. We all. Hey, hey, Johnny and I took our licks with all right, John, Lugerick and Gas. J- Jonathan uh, Wickram Coon. <laughs> I guarantee you that's not a real name. He just put that in there. To screw with us. He says best was our four wheel that was not that I was not expect four wheeler that I was not expecting. I hadn't asked for it. Key was in the bottom of the stocking. Then I had to go open. In the garage to see what it went to. Well, that's a nice gift. What if, like, like he, great what if he had no idea how to drive a four? <laughs> <laughs> it was just sort of like, what would it, what would Jonathan like this year? Huh? Maybe a four wheeler. Oh, what does that everyone say, John? All right, the next one it says oh gosh, best was names. a Lego castle. Worst remote control car controlled by flexing your bicep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that exists. Boy. Oh, that's terrible. That's uh, that's that's pretty. Weird. Oh man, what is okay? You Donovan, <laughs> we're just going down this list. Okay, next one. Uh, Ray Lafay. See, that's an easy name to. Thank you, Ray Lafay. Although I'm a little suspicious because they all rhyme, but we'll 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 give you that. The time my mom got me the exact coat I wanted. 
I was stunned because my mom never gets the exact thing. Always something close to it. I felt really loved. Heart, oh. heart emoji. That that is very special when when That's you don't nice. find the knockoff brand or you yeah, know, you or, get the real thing. Yeah, not like the knockoff. Shows they are listening. A Rolex or that they're not cheap. Rolex. <laughs> um, A Zodiac watch. All right. Is it? This one comes from Lacey, my wife. Um, she posted on our page. She said, my dad built our version of a Barbie dream house, a four foot house out of wood with four big rooms and a triangle shaped attic. He put wallpaper on the walls and uh, carpet and tile on the floors. He had built some furniture for it and painted the outside white. It was very special and a creative idea in the year where we were on a tight budget. We loved it so much and played with it all the time. Wow, that's, that's a great nice. Gift. And she says, the worst <sighs> present she ever got, a high school boyfriend had his mom pick something for me. He told me so. And uh, just got old lady slippers. Oh Romantic. It's important to note that I had saved up a lot of money to get him something cool, which adds to why this present was so crappy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that does suck. How do you keep a Barbie dream house hidden until Christmas morning? No, that's my question. Uh, probably out in the garage. Sounds like he was a magician. On the roof, in the shed. I don't know. On the roof. They have a lot of place out in the country. <laughs> Kids never look up. Um, Patrick Southern <laughs> says... Best, a trampoline, rollerblades, and home laser tag. Not sure which. Worst, he's blocked it from his memory, he says. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> All right. And on Twitter. <laughs> Can I read this yes. one? Okay. So Dog Pants Media says, <laughs> it was a banner year at the old Bender family. I got a carton of cigarettes. The old man grabbed me and said, hey, smoke up, Johnny. <laughs> no, Dad, what about you? Oh, man. I recently just, I, no. I, I recently watched that movie. Oh, so no. It's fresh in my mind. Oh, Actually, no. I don't know if it is the old Bender family. I think it's, maybe it's the old Bender household. Is it? Maybe he changed well, it for this. Well, Dog Pants Media uh, uh, points to you for, for doing this. <laughs> um, uh, Sammy says, worst used underwear. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> oh, man. Or, or whoever gave it to you hated you. Uh, what does that next one say, John? This uh, Briar report. It says, I'm getting my wife new garbage cans this year, <laughs> so she won't be able to use it as her favorite present ever since she hasn't gotten it yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, from Briar Report. <laughs> Briar Report, a uh, uh, loyal listener of the show. Thanks for that, Briar. He's got a great avatar, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Jacob Anderson says, best Christmas, a jointed tripod, could use it immediately and always has a new use. That's pretty cool. He says, worst... A really cool lighter that further encouraged my smoking habit at the time. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny when people that you love and love you give you a lighter yeah. and you wonder, like, you're like, well, wait a minute, what? Like somebody they gave, want me to die soon. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thanks, but I didn't know that you that you knew about my cigarettes, but whatever. We say um, as we're smoking Christmas pipes. Well, you know, it's it's a it's a different habit. Um, all right. And uh, Political Periphery says, not so much the presents themselves, but my girlfriend sent me cr uh, Christmas to me in Afghanistan, a present, stocking, mini tree, etc. We never forget that. She's now been my wife for the past seven years. Mm. Oh, well, that's a sweet gift. And thank you for your service. Although uh, I think it's a... Uh 
I think it's rather presumptuous of you to think that he's a soldier. You know, he may just be some guy in well, Afghanistan. Well, if he's some guy in Afghanistan, <laughs> he's 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 definitely a light in a dark what's place. That, what's that joke in, in It's Always Sunny where he's like he's like, I didn't go to Vietnam just to have be ripped off by taxes, and they're like, You went to Vietnam to open up a sweatshop. <laughs> he's like, <"Can> I don't <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Anyways, oh. but yes, thank you for your service, political proof. Um, we got another yeah. one. Seems to be a theme worst uh was underwear mm. and then uh also from mjim8199 on instagram says best was hands down the he-man and skeletor castles all set up with the action figures around the tree Nerd. worst is my mother-in-law's attempt at cooking christmas dinner each year oh <laughs> burn burn <laughs> burn, hey, burn what about you guys what, what, what would you say what would I say? Um, I would say my... Okay, I've got a, a story, which I don't think it was the worst gift, but probably uh, or best uh, gift story. Um, my brother and I were shopping for each other as as, as uh, kids. And my parents would give us some money and we'd go find something at the dollar store. And... Um, <laughs> There was this uh, this little like uh, ring. We'd go kind of look around the store and like see like what we'd like, and then we'd like make a list based on what we'd like, and we'd give them to each other. And it was uh, our jobs to like shop for each other. And um, so there was this little ring toss game at, that was in the game section of the dollar store, and my brother was really into it. Um, he's looking at it. He's like, "Oh, this looks like a fun game." All that stuff. I was like, "I know exactly what I'm going to buy him." I'm going to buy him the ring toss game. And so we went our separate ways. We took our time in the store, went in there to, you know, grab our things. I got the ring toss. Um, wasn't sure what he got me, but he was so excited about what he had got me for Christmas. Um, he just couldn't wait to tell anyone. He's like, you know what I got, Jordan? You know what I got, Jordan? And I was always like, Steven, you can't, you know, I'm right here. All this stuff. Like, didn't want to, didn't want to hear what my present was. And at one point my dad goes, we were all sitting around in the living room and uh, my my dad goes, all right, you can tell me, what do you get, Jordan? My brother covers his mouth and uh, goes over to whisper to my dad in his ear and goes, I got him a ring toss. <laughs> he whispered it the loudest thing that he could ever, like, like he, there was no subtlety to it. And also, it was the same gift that he wanted. Well, totally. Yeah, I was going to say, what a selfish bastard. So we exchanged. Class, oldest trick in the book. Uh, so, so, we, so we both gave each other ring tosses on Christmas morning. <laughs> but I knew it was coming. So I don't know. It's, it's a good memory, but uh, like probably a- not the best gift. That's like the worst form of that story by O. Henry, where the wife sells her hair to buy the husband a watch uh, locket thing, and he sells his watch to buy her some some hair combs. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. That's almost as bad as the Christmas shoes. <laughs> um, <buy> these shoes. <laughs> what about you, John? Oh boy. Well, if if it's a toy, I I got a lot of mileage out of my Ghostbuster house. Uh, aside from that, uh, worst present, I had this one relative who liked to wrap stuff up from around their house, kind of like Aunt Bethany in Christmas Vacation. No, no. <laughs> that was always kind of lame. Where's the cat? <laughs> That's terrible. What about you, Donovan? Mm. Best and worst, mm. if you could think of it. Okay. 
So I didn't get a lot of bad Christmas presents, actually. So it sounds like I'm gloating about growing up in a nice household. But um, my best, I would definitely say, was the Millennium Falcon uh, toy. It was like the one that had the panel that removed, and I got a Han Solo action figure with it, and Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, so that was that was like super exciting, and like you know, I had all sorts of things like like little like light up lights and stuff. Uh, so that was a classic toy. The worst, maybe juggling balls. Or, or that's pretty cool. I would have been into that as a kid. Dude, I, but I was into magic and stuff. N- well, no, I got these when I was like 22. Oh, and I well. was well past any dreams of becoming a master <laughs> juggler. <laughs> I mean, granted, I remember we used to like juggle in gym, like it was that like that stupid thing. And in, 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 you mean in your shorts? Not. Uh, no but uh i was it's not even funny (laughs) it's not gross i was six at the time no but it was like that stupid thing where the gym teacher tries to teach you you know like these skills and uh i remember the only one that i could do was scarves because they were super slow like they would would like you know they would float through the air so i could juggle what kind of what kind of a gym teacher considers juggling a skill uh it's a she was a clown (laughs) we were in in her spare time you know elementary school also so in gym class, they had the ribbons, the ribbons on the on the pole. <laughs> yeah, that I never understood. Like that seems to be something that people do at beauty pageants to prove that they have skill. Oh, man. I mean, I guess beautiful people don't have to really do much. So, how do you like that holiday spirit? By the way, oh, it's great. You like it? I love it. Yeah, you like that pipe? Uh, yeah, this pipe is uh, it's a uh, it's a fun right? it's a fun. If you like it, it's yours. You can have it. Merry Christmas. Oh, well, thank you, Jordan. I feel like this is a trap. I feel like all of a sudden there's nothing wrong with it. I just got too many pipes. Oh man, that's very nice of you. Way to just you know. I feel like you don't have a briar, right? I feel like I'm being proposed to at a Dodgers game (laughs) (laughs) in front of millions of people. Honestly, I know. So what's your answer? You don't have a briar, though, right? You don't have. No, I don't have a briar. I just have have a a crummy corn top. I've only smoked that thing like once ever, and it's um, it's from the uh, it was fully restored it's the one from uh, john's pipe shop in los oh, angeles great well thank you thank no you very problem. much sir no problem you are a gentleman in the scoff you are a gentleman in scoff oh, wait it's not the end of the show yet uh, <laughs> we gotta go to Fold a quick you. break Fold you. we gotta go to a quick <laughs> break and uh we'll be back actually uh with uh an interview uh with an elf from the north pole and uh later on also a holiday gift guide with douglas Smythe of phoenix shaving mm-hmm. Hi, this is Walker Lamond, author of Rules for My Unborn Son. The best Christmas present I ever received was my first Sony Walkman. It was 1983, and little did I know what a profound effect that present would have on me. For inside that little machine was a tape that would change my life forever. The original soundtrack from the motion picture, Flashdance. I knew then that I was a maniac, a maniac on the floor, and I was dancing like I've never danced before. Merry Christmas, everybody. Okay, so we've got a fun interview coming up now. This guy, he's an elf in the North Pole. And uh, little, uh, Mr. Elf, uh, do you have a name, a title other than uh, Elf? What is hey, it? Hey, yeah, 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 I do. I'm actually, I, my name is uh, Jimmy, Jimmy the Elf. Uh 
Yeah, I thank you for that uh, very uh, uplifting introduction. It really set me up for success here in this interview. Jimmy, do you need me to get you another phone book or something to stand uh, on? You I know think what? I can, I can make it that. work. I can make it work. Sure. I'm used to, uh, you know, I'm used to this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, how are you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming. Yeah, on. it's uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm always looking to do some uh, some fun stuff this time of year. It's good to get a, get away from the office, the old office. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, get out. You know. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah what's the uh, what's the what's the office uh, what's the office like these days? Well, I, you know, of course, I work at the the North Pole and the uh, you know the the uh, toy factory. That's what I do. Is I make toys all day, and I I. Uh, I, uh, you know, I make, you know what I, I work on? I work on the yo-yos. I see. The yo-yos, that's my assembly line. I put together, I twist together the two parts, and I, I put the rope on there, and, uh, that's what I do for a living. Seems like a pretty easy job. (laughs) What's your quota? Quota? Oh, gosh. I gotta make 50 freaking yo-yos a day. 50. The old guy's got me busting my ass making yo-yos. 50 a day. How, how many hours do you work a day? Oh, gosh. Gosh, the working conditions. You wouldn't believe it, guys, yeah. okay? Okay. I, I get in. I have to get in there about, I'd say, uh, you know, probably about 9 o'clock, give or take a few minutes. Okay, that's, you know, And then I'm there. Relatable. I don't leave until about 6 o'clock. Okay. Like, come on. So- Come on, old man. I mean, what are you running? A sweatshop here? You got some lunch in there and everything? Yeah. I get, take, listen to this, guys. I get an hour break for lunch. Eight hours with an hour lunch? That's not, that's, that's pretty standard there, Jiminy. No, come on. The guy's cracking a question. Cracking. And wait, I mean, like all over, like how many yo yo's per hour is this? Is this, this is like, wait, can somebody do the math here? Don't we have like a, I don't. I don't office. remember what it is. I just make the yo-yos. Wait, okay, you're making fifty yo-yos a day yes. over an eight-hour period. That's yeah. like roughly five. Well, no, less than five yo-yos an hour. But you're all you're doing is twisting them together and putting the string in there, right? Yeah, it's hard work. I mean, you're okay, not, you're not carving the yo-yo. No, but I. Well, you know what I do takes skill, right? Okay. <laughs> are you paid by the yo-yo? Or are you does. paid by the hour? I am paid by the hour. Also, what's the currency in North Pole? I mean, I know it's you know it's its whole other thing. It's Bitcoin. So. Oh, I see. So, hmm. did you make a <laughs> bit of a killing recently with that? I made nothing. Oh, well, why do they pay you in Bitcoin then? <laughs> I put I I used all my Bitcoin uh, on my Christmas vacation. Oh, I see. Well, where'd you go? South sucks. Pole. No, I I I went to uh, I went to Boston. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, I'm a fan of U.S. history. So, what's it like working for Santa? Uh, Santa, or, okay. Well, do you call him that, or do you have a, a different moniker? Yeah, Mr. everybody, uh, everybody around, you know, the world likes to call him, you know, uh, you know, Santa Claus, Chris Kringle, Saint Nick, <laughs> more like Demon Nick. Oh, I thought you were going to go. See, I, I would expect you to be a little bit more clever than that. I thought you were going to go with something like Satan Claus or well, that Satan Nick. That would have a lot better, a lot better alliteration. Well, maybe you are working too many hours. It seems like your wit's a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Off. Well, see, like 
I've been trying to get a petition going, okay? Because yeah. this guy is a total jackass. Okay. He's got me working eight hours a day, only a break for lunch. Uh, you know, the only health care we have is catastrophic and a health savings card. Okay. So I'm like, you know, maybe we should start a union, okay? I'm busting my ass making 50 yo-yos a day. How am I supposed to get through that? How am I supposed to feed my wife and kids and have, uh, get this, I only get two weeks of vacation and holidays. That's it. That sounds, uh... That's pretty standard. Yeah, I don't want to talk out of school here, but that sounds like a pretty uh, pretty standard uh, okay, deal. Okay, let's talk about Not the working conditions. What, what's the atmosphere like in the workshop? Is it freezing cold? Well, it's 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 very... You know what? It's room temperature all the time. Always room temperature. Perfectly like 76 degrees room temperature. It's annoying as hell, okay? And I, uh... <laughs> Uh, I uh, I gotta whoa, work whoa, at it. Oh, hey Jimmy, just take a minute to compose yourself. You're getting a little. I gotta work here. at You're a desk. Okay, yeah, I gotta work take, at a desk. Take away one of these phone books. I gotta work at this desk. Okay, it's just like it's just me at this desk, okay. and I'm making yo-yos. Okay, that's what I'm supposed to do like all day. It's a little dungeon of a desk. Okay, I've got I've got it's it's made out of you know old it's old vintage wood. Okay, yeah, and uh, I've got like a pencil holder. And I've got the tools that they that they uh, lay out for me right there, and uh, I've got like the calendar right above my desk, uh, so they can tell me how many days I have left for Christmas. And uh, I just I sit there at my desk. I've got a little phone there. Um, I've got a they like a little a little okay, candy maybe you dish. Maybe just show us a picture. I mean, instead of describing things, you know, bit by bit. I mean, right, we've only me, got so much time here. Let me show you what it looks here. like here. Johnny's three hours ahead. Yeah, that's that's you know that actually looks pretty nice. Honestly, you even have a you have a chimney near your desk. You have like a, a fireplace. It's not working. It's all aesthetic. Well, are those still, stockings hung with care? Yeah, I, they. I don't know. I don't know the man's motivation. Know, okay, even, you have an assistant who's in the picture, like somebody who you don't even have to go and get lunch. Yeah, she's an idiot. Well, I. She sits there. She can't even make the yo-yos right for me. <laughs> So, so, okay. So let me get this straight. You you want to unionize? Yeah, get get all the guys together. We need you. Uh, we need some benefits. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I can't help but feel like I'm, actually no. I see this out of your back pocket here. What is this? Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx. No, oh. that's that's uh, it's Christmas decoration. Have you been, uh, maybe you haven't been going to Boston. Are you uh, more interested in uh, Russian history these days, uh, Jimmy? No, no, I, yeah. I don't. I'm sure not interested that? in Russia. Yeah. No, no Russia. Yeah, no well, Russia for me. Like, uh, it seems like you're a bit of an instigator here. No, I don't I'm know. Not, I just want to make sure everybody might be, gets might treated be called fairly. In, might be called into the com- uh, the Council of uh, of uh, Unelfian activities. No, no, that's that has nothing to do with that. I just want to make sure that uh you know we're getting paid well okay we're at least getting you know maybe next year we can start m- making uh twenty dollars an hour instead of 15 more of like a i i see so you know well you know down here in the states we have a fight for 15 movement going on right now where people are trying well, to just maybe 15 is not enough i guess but- here's the question that i really am getting at looking towards the future are you sure that Santa Claus isn't going to, uh, let's say, um, 
what what's the word? Uh, get into replace AI. you. Yeah, replace you with let's say a a, a model of of artificial intelligence. Because what you do, honestly, Jimmy, I don't mean to insult you. I mean, I like your little get up, your tights and your your little uh, jingle boots, but you you seem to be, have it pretty good. You're not doing a job that's super specialized. Lose the goatee, though. That easy, doesn't work. Easy for you to <laughs> yeah, say. The goatee easy is for a, you to say. a bit much. Okay. I mean, we don't even have, we only have catered lunch on Fridays. Where's the rest of our lunch? I hear you, brother. That actually is something that I'm I'm also very much up in arms about. Well, you, you better watch it there, Jimmy. You might end up uh, in a reindeer accident if you keep this uh, yeah. this up. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I need a union for protection, right? That's what I need. You guys, you guys, you guys can uh, you know tell your friends that uh, you know maybe they don't get any Christmas gifts from Santa because of the working conditions How much or because influence? of the How, lack of whoa, benefits. Whoa, 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 that sounds like a yeah. Or you're making black some threat. Some, something negative. I mean, I'm we welcome saying, you, know, you into our studio to talk about Christmas cheer, <laughs> what it's like to be an elf. To be honest, you're turning into a bit of a, a prick, and uh, hey, I, I, don't, I don't know if I like hey, your attitude. I'm just trying to make sure. I'm just trying to make sure all the kids get their Christmas gifts uh, ethically, and uh, everybody's happy. That's all. That's all. You know what else is ethical? What? Elf meat. Oh. Now them's fighting words. Now them's fighting words. I'm whoa, coming whoa, after you. Hey, well, he's in Canada. Take it easy, okay? <laughs> you just you can punch the computer all you want, but it's not going to help. Um, well, you sound very ungrateful, Jimmy. And um, honestly, go, just it, go away. It makes yeah, it makes me a little wary to know that that you're behind the toys that are coming to the children around the world. Like, what are you going to do with like lead paint or you know? I'm, hey, come asbestos? on. Hey, hey. It's not my fault I don't pay, you know, a living wage and, uh, you know, have health benefits and all that stuff. I don't know, man. I, I think uh, if you keep this up, you may end up on uh, on on the list of uh, Trump's uh, travel ban. Ah, may, right. Maybe, uh, you know, North now, Pole. Now you've be, gone too far. I'm out of here, guys. You guys. coming down here at Sprouting Un-American I ideas. thought you guys would be a sympathetic audience, obviously. What I didn't gave know my you that idea. We just smoke. You and guys drink. are wearing a Christmas sweaters. <laughs> so that tells you that we want to be socialists. You guys don't know what you're talking about, okay? Oh, I'm going to leave now, and you two have a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Oh, you can't even, you can't even speak English, jeez. I, mean, just, I meant oh, it right. sarcastically. <laughs> okay, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. Don't let the don't pat let, her off. Yeah, yeah, pat her off. Don't let the. Uh, I mean, how's he going to get out of here? He can't access a doorknob. Jeez, that was weird, wasn't it? Uh, I'm glad he's never gone. met an elf. I don't really know what he uh, thought we could do. I mean, you got to screen these guys a little more. Yeah, I think honestly, Jordan, he sets these guests up and they're just the worst. Last, uh, well, okay, let, let's go to a break. Yeah, okay, okay, we, yeah. I think we both need it. Yeah. What's up, guys? This is Eric Anderson, Eric Anderson Counseling. I uh, just want to give you a call and say it's been great uh, being part of the show and uh, connecting with you guys in the Scofflaw community. You guys are a ton of fun. Um, wanted to share some thoughts on uh, some Christmas experiences growing up and the best present I ever got. Uh, for me, it was 10 years old. I got the Nintendo 64. Um, and it was, at the time, there were so many reports coming out about how it was completely sold out. And you, you know, you'd be totally unable to find one. 
And, um, yeah, even at 10, it got me, it was even more proof for me that, that Santa Claus still existed when, when I got one there. And I'm not, you know, I, I, I still take it out and play it every once in a while. Um, you know, I'm not a gamer by any means, but, you know, I'm always love the nostalgia of, uh, of busting out the old console and, uh, you know, playing some old favorites, Mario, Zelda, all those. Um, Anyway, the worst present I ever got, um, it was a shared present between me and one of my sister, and it was one of those terrible, uh, Furbies. Uh, if you remember those, they were the hot toy at the time. Um, and, uh, as many, uh, kids and families soon found out after, uh, after they got them for Christmas, it was impossible to, uh, to shut those things up once they got, uh, once they got going and talking. It was kind of on the back end of the, uh, the the Tamagotchi Gigapet craze, and they thought it would be a good idea to have a, a physical robot pet there, and it just the idea totally backfired. And it was uh, it was soon uh, we just took the batteries out and stuffed in the back of the closet for a few years until we eventually uh, chucked that thing. But for the uh, all the hype of those things, that was by far uh, the worst present I remember uh, I remember getting. So um, anyway, again, thank you guys so much for. Uh, um, what you guys do and, you know, uh, allow me to be part of the show, um, over this past year. Also, uh, you guys should know, uh, you have a new fan on the way as I have a little gentleman and scofflaw arriving any day now. Um, so anyway, Merry Christmas. Um, you guys are awesome and looking forward to, uh, more shows coming Christmas. All right. Um, I'm excited about this next guest, and our listeners are excited about this next guest uh, from one of our most popular episodes, and uh, the 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 owner the the of our our sponsorship and collaboration with Phoenix Shaving, Douglas Smythe of Phoenix Shaving. Thanks for coming on. Hey, it's good to be here. Happy holidays, everybody. There you are. And and uh, for those of you who can't see Douglas, he is. Uh, he is in his, uh, what do you, is that your kerchief in your cap? Is that what it is? It's like a night before Christmas. I, I thought I'd do a nightcap for the show. You know, <laughs> the matic, and I'd go as uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, there you go. It's yeah. You got the stocking cap and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm wearing the man skirt too. Look at this thing. It's, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's sexy. That looks really do. comfortable. <laughs> it is super comfortable. I feel like, like I feel like that's comfortable to walk around in, but not to sleep in. I don't know. Well, Am I wrong? Throws me off. I don't believe they were wearing these. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at that time. And why were they wearing? Who wears a hat to bed? Well, we didn't have any heaters, or right? Cap. <laughs> oh, that's because you lose most of your heat from your head. They didn't know that back then, though. This is no. before science. This <laughs> is before science. It's before, like, uh, what's it? Like germ theory? When people are always like, <laughs> yeah. like oh, yeah, it's we. A tiny little man yeah. living in my nose. Like, yeah. people always use that thing where they're like, oh, they gave uh, infected blankets to the native Indians. It's like, they did not know about biological warfare back then. <laughs> they did a lot of horrible things, but biological warfare was probably not one of them. <laughs> you know, I lived in Amherst. I went to school in Amherst and I lived there after the fact for like 15 years mm-hmm. so I, like, I was like a prolonged i don't know college extended life at the mm-hmm. time uh semi-charmed and um 
that's where that went down. You know, Amherst was named after Lord Jeffrey, who supposedly mm. did that, gave the blankets to the Native Americans and whatnot. Mm. So I thought it'd be a cool idea to set up like a theme park there, like these big <laughs> doll-sized Lord Jeffreys walking around. And, you know, at the tourist booth, they could be selling blankets to the tourists and so on. I, I don't know. I just That'd be I don't good. know how to go over, but it's, it's yeah, Amherst. He's probably turning in his grave. He's like, I was just trying to be nice. Lord Belcher Town. I actually lived in a place called Belcher Town for a short while as well and no one would take me serious when i was trying to order anything like over the phone back in the day okay and, and you know the town you live in belcher town and i try to say like really serious but when you do that you sound like you're screwing with people so like oh yeah it's like what's your name bend over i live in belcher town <laughs> okay this is gonna sound weird but <laughs> Oh, Anyways, that's good, good to be here. Yeah. And, uh, again, happy holidays. Yeah. I got in trouble the other day. Not in trouble, but like I started this whole like, I, like, what is up with the holidays? Like, you can't say happy holidays without mm. someone giving you grief for saying happy holidays. Yeah, now I it's got turned for saying Merry Christmas last week. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Because I, typically the people that give you grief over saying happy holidays are dead set on like, like, like someone's taking their rights away to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm finding it's, it's also some old white dudes like, Oh, why, why can't you say Merry Christmas? It's like, yeah. well, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to be all inclusive. It's freaking holidays. <laughs> With everything going on in the world right now, you're getting mad at me saying happy yeah. holidays. Well, like, it's like, really? it's so silly. Like I, like I know like there are a lot of people that hate that, that hate when people say happy holidays because they think it's a war on Christmas. But I'm like, that's still yeah. a well wish. Like that's not there's not saying anything bad. People will be like, somebody says happy holidays, and I've seen people go, It's Merry Christmas. I was I like, know. You're being a jerk to that person. They just wished you happy holidays. Exactly. It's like it's the worst thing in the world. And it's like I have a business, so I have to really think about what I say to people anyways. Yeah. So for now sure. I'm like do I write happy hall? What, what would my Jewish clientele think? Or what yeah. would my Kwanzaa celebrating clientele? You know, I have to like, I can't say it anymore. Like, I didn't even know it was a thing. I've been saying it for years. Again, I lived in Amherst for about 15 years. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't realize it was, that's just what people say. I mean, it's yeah. happy hall. I didn't know. It, I, mean, I didn't think it was a PC thing. No one's yeah. ever come at me said like, you must say happy holiday. You know, it's just yeah. something we do, but I can't believe it. Yeah. When people give a grief over that, it's like, really? <laughs> Dude, you're harsh in my mellow. It's yeah. freaking Christmas here. Yeah, I just I'd say Merry Christmas unless there's and then unless there I know somebody doesn't celebrate it and I'll say Happy Holidays and if I'm unsure I say Happy Holidays and I I'm not it's like it's not about being politically correct it's just about you know, know trying to to relate to them. <laughs> it's just being considerate and nice. Like I don't think this was in the PC dictionary at all. No. But some, someone just turned into that like well they're trying to take away my Christmas. Damn <laughs> Tommy. I, know. Yeah, exactly. I, I know the solution to that problem. Uh-oh. Never wish anything good to anyone. Ever. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what you got to do. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, of uh, the holidays, whether whether you celebrate Christmas or or uh, Hanukkah or uh, or Kwanzaa, which Festivus, uh, Festivus for the rest Festivus. of us, feats <laughs> <laughs> <Beats> of strength. <laughs> um. You know, men are going to be getting some stuff. They're going to be getting stuff from family members, from their wives, their girlfriends. Um, what fathers. are some things? Their fathers, sisters, brothers. What are some things that, uh, you know, every gentleman needs as a stocking stuffer or in their toolkit, uh, you know, to, to be dapper? To be dapper. It's a damn good question. Dapper. Um, <laughs> Jordan, my biggest, like, well, one of my biggest, like, pet peeves in life has always been the stocking. That's like the part where people just give up. 
Like yeah. you just start sticking anything in there. Like yeah. they got you the great gifts. They're all under the tree. But when it comes to the stocking, it's more like a decoration that just kind of sexed up yeah. with like deodorant or something. <laughs> was standing in line and just pick, you know, like, yeah, I was just chapstick. there like, <laughs> candy. Like, and it's not good candy. Either. It's that ribbon candy. Oh like, yeah. Was, yeah. That all <laughs> ribbon it's, candy. it's Christmas thing. Okay. For this, I'm going to be very specific. It's Christmas. It's yeah. not a holiday. Candy. <laughs> Christmas can have that. But yeah, the ribbon candy, yeah. uh, just all types of crap. And so I'm here to change all that. I want guys, in fact, gentlemen, if you're listening to the show right now, please hand over the uh, headphones to your significant other, because I'm going to tell her what you want okay. and what you need. There this you sock go. is going to be killer. Um, so that said, I want to do the stocking stuffing right, and okay. so I'm going to de-stuff my stocking for all of you. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, your stocking. Okay, this, there it is. <laughs> I think this is a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. So you've got a big stocking there. Uh, that matters. Yeah, it does, especially when it comes to stockings. Because you I do. I have a huge. Whoa. Huge. And it's That's packed too. It's, yeah, it's I'm filled to the brim. Lost time for a lot of shitty Christmases. <laughs> you, know, you, you get like a socks. You get all, yeah. you get socks within socks. That always confused me. It was I felt like it was giving birth almost. <laughs> but the thing is, they're they multiplying. You know, some people wrap the stuff they stuck sticking stockings as well. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of iteration going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me dizzy. No, that's I'm all right. Get right to it. No, it's part of the holiday thing. It's like uh, it's like a Christmas poem. What do you got? Yeah, if you could rhyme the entire time, you'd be like Eminem. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I'm like 41 years old. I don't know. Maybe I should know what that means. I don't know. I never really listened to Eminem growing up, but I just know he's a rhyming guy. Toothpaste, though. Yeah, toothpaste. That's. Kind of a big deal in stockings. It's true. Right? A little travel get, size always for me. I always get travel, travel size. size. Yeah. This go. is, check this out though. This oh, is by nice. Marvis. Oh, nice. Are you familiar with Marvis? I've I've never actually used it, but I, I know it's yeah, fancy. <laughs> it's made in Italy. You know, they do a lot, bunch of different like grooming products and wet shaving products yeah. and whatnot, whatnot um, or barbering products. Yeah. So this, this one right here is a cinnamon. Mint. Oh, nice. Yes, they do a bunch of different, like almost gourmet type uh, toothpaste. This one right here is uh, ginger mint. Oh, nice. Um, here's another one here, a whitening mint, whatever oh. that means. But the fact of the matter is they're like gourmet toothpaste uh, that you can really, you know, the stocking doesn't have to suck. It actually can no. have really cool stuff that you traditionally put in there, but just better gourmet versions of it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, I mean, like, and they're really easy to get. I mean, a lot of stuff is sold in the United States. So that one is Marvis. Yeah. That's the first thing. Um, nice and then stuff. there's another one called Kuto. Oh, wow. These are fancy uh, looking boxes. They just Very look, nice. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's how we roll. This one's from Portugal. Uh, Kuto. So oh, nice. it's another one that's really neat if you want to sex up the stocking. And then lastly, Theodent. Oh. This is like looks like a box of Godiva chocolates. And this it is does. like a ten dollar tube of toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> so this it's really about love with this one. But this yeah. stuff, honestly, is like the best toothpaste I've ever used. This is made in the States. Um oops, did we just lose John? Oh, uh, I'm still here. I oh, lost all you guys. I though. think it's just his video is <laughs> is lagging behind. I think you're are you back? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, we can hear you. <laughs> as long as we can hear you, we're good. You'll come back eventually. <laughs> But Theodent, this one is like, if you really want to impress somebody, don't take it out of the box and just like leave it on the coffee table. Yeah. It's an instant conversation piece. But <laughs> if you do want to use it, this stuff is awesome. It's the, some of the best toothpaste I've ever used, and it should be for the price tag. Yeah. But uh, 
Theodent. Okay, Theodent. You can find this at like Whole Foods, different health food stores in the, in the States. Okay, uh, cool. Or on my site too at phoenixshaving.com. There you go. Uh, but excellent stuff. Another thing is body soap. For the last like, you know, 40 years, I've always received something about body soap in my yeah. stocking. How about you? You guys ever get soap in your stocking? I do. Oh, and you I soap on a rope. Soap on a rope. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you do with that? Uh, I'm not sure that's, what the rope's for exactly, that's, but it smells really good. I think, John, I think that's prison soap. I think that's yeah, what that's yeah. for. Um, but, yeah, I, I usually, like, I started, like, I put things on in for, like, small things that I like that people will get me for my stockings. Like, I like uh, pine tar soap, and oh, yeah. uh, so I've gotten that a couple of times in the stocking before, which is kind of fun. Oh, so you're actually getting stuff you like in your stocking. I'm tr- I try to. I'm just projecting <laughs> during this entire thing right now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, again, I'm always just completely let down. I'm trying. I hope my mom's listening. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she listens to every episode, guys. I just want to Oh, wow. That's but, crazy. Uh, well, anyways, back to soap. Sex it up. Have you ever tried this stuff? Oh, no, but sea I've seen it. I've smelled it in the stores. It smells amazing. This is from Rhode Island, actually, Cranston, Rhode Island, but it comes off like it's European. And uh, it's this refreshing, like, seaside scent that yeah. is quite magical. Uh, and it's very popular. A lot of guys you'll see using this. Yeah, and it looks, looks cool, kind of sailor looking and with the, with yeah, the anchor on the box. Yeah, and it's pretty long lasting. It's a small, as you can see. I'm well. You guys can't. No one can see except for you, Jordan. At this point, but um, it's a small little puck, but perfect for the stocking. It's all yeah. about fitting in the stocking. Yeah, too. definitely. Another thing is um, well, a razor. Oh, you typically, get those cartridge razors are like, or those blade, a pack of blades in your stocking. You know, yeah. that you because you don't buy them on your own anymore when you're when they cost thirty bucks a pack. No. Um, <laughs> wait for your mother, or your sister to give you a pack of cartridge blades. Yeah. Well, you can give the gift of a safety razor too. I mean, a safety razor is going to fit perfectly in a stocking, uh, especially the Bakelite ones that we uh, have over at Phoenix Shaving. Yeah. They're cheap. Well, they're cheap in price, and they fit perfectly in a stocking. Yeah, so those are great. That. And I think it's a cool little gift, too, that you know fits in a stocking. Yeah, and that box is really cool, too. It's got, like, Spartacus on it. <laughs> <laughs> Spartacus 2012. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more like Flash Gordon. But, yeah, there you know, you go. <laughs> see what we want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another thing, pre-shave jelly. Oh, nice. Pre-shave jelly. You can up your shave game at the same time when you're stuffing a stocking. And uh, again, gents, I hope that you're, you've given the, the headphones over, or the speakers over to your girlfriend at this point because Yo. you're going to enjoy this. <laughs> Beard oil. Oh, there you go. Since no shave All November right. or Movember, we've been growing out our facial hair. <laughs> For those of us who don't know how to follow the rules of Movember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently there I mean, are rules. to cut it off at, on day 30, but uh, who does that? Yeah. Uh, but beard oil, it's yeah. also a perfect gift for a stocking. I mean, this one, the bottle I'm holding up is two ounces, but uh, yeah. they come as small as, I think, half an ounce. And what's so, cool is you do them with all the scents on your site, right? On In the beard or oh, most yeah. of them? The beard oils we do, you can pair with any one of our shave soap scents or aftershaves. So you can, you know, you can, I mean, I don't know. I, I We do offer that. I don't do that myself, though. I just yeah. use a, a scentless one. And I don't wear beard oil, beard oil during the day. Yeah, I think it makes your beard look all, you know, just greasy and gross. Like you just crawled out of a, you know, the back alleys. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is at night before I go to bed. You know, like while I'm watching TV, I put it in and let it just absorb. Yeah. 
So when you hit the pillow, it doesn't leave a stain there, like soul glow. But, uh, <laughs> soul glow. I think it's the best way to use beard oil. So if anyone's yeah. listening and looking for advice on beard yeah. oil, wear it at night when you're in bed, and it's going to condition your beard overnight while you sleep, rather than during the day where the sun's hitting it, it's all shiny and greasy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm like, I got to get some of that stuff um, because I. I've grown mine out, um, and I'm going to see. I'm going to go till you know the new year, and I'll probably get rid of it. But it gets prickly. You need to have some. some yeah, it can. it can. Definitely <laughs> get prickly. I use. Uh, you know, honestly, there's they sell so many products now for beards. Yeah. Like like men never grew beards back in the day. Like <laughs> yeah. back in the '90s, we didn't have all this. We didn't have beard oil and beard brushes and beard gums. Yeah. yeah. Beard conditioner. We used regular conditioner. I mean, like it just. Yeah. Everyone and their mother is now selling this stuff, and I don't think you need it. I really yeah. don't think so. I mean, I think I have a pretty bitching beard right now. And yeah, I always, pretty good. You know, always, you know, had one here and there, and yeah. never used all the product they offer now. Yeah. Um, it's unbelievable. So I'd say, you know, you can just you can overthink a beard as with anything else. Yeah. But with all these niche hobbies and with the internet now, you just people are just putting all this stuff out there that you really don't need. So yeah. beard oil is great. I definitely think it's great to, to soften your skin and take care of the or soften the, the follicles and the skin underneath yeah but at the end of the day i mean even aloe vera like aloe vera gel yeah you rub that through your beard it gets the skin underneath and it takes care of it i mean you don't don't have to overthink it is what i'm yeah. saying those of us that prefer to be clean shaven uh what new sense do you have uh i saw you have one called magi <laughs> oh, magi <laughs> magi yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh magi what is that that is well that's frankincense and myrrh primarily uh, I, I like the sound is, of that. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, it's it's really it's it's magical stuff. In fact, magi is, is the same root as magic, oh, because wow. the three wise men were actually they think three magicians. Wow. If that even happened, can someone explain to me that whole three wise? That's just like this curveball they throw you in the Bible. All of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> oh, by the way, there's three wise men there that gave stuff. But like, but I want to hear their story. <laughs> yeah, I think someone needs to do a movie called like Magi. Yeah, like, I think one awesome. of them might have been a pediatrician. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that makes sense. Well, I remember learning that it's actually a myth that, or not a myth, but a misconception that there are three that that's from the songs and the Christmas movies and stuff, but it just mentions wise men, not a number. (laughs) There's three gifts Uh, mentioned, and I think that's probably why people say three wise men, because, but how do we know that the other guys weren't moochers and just one guy had all the gifts? Well, they all chipped in, you know, yeah. like, we got you a sweater, you know I mean? Maybe it's a translation problem. They weren't wise men, they were wise guys cracking jokes. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, they didn't make it there when he was a baby either, from what I understand. They got there years after too, like, yeah, yeah. when he was old. I don't know, it's just like, it, it's a curveball. I really, <laughs> we need to talk more about this. Yeah. In fact, Let's turn the rest of this podcast into an exploration of the three <laughs> magi. Three magi. <laughs> or not. But yeah, look, someone look that up and get back to me in a yeah, future episode. Yeah, for sure. That's fun. Uh, another thing? Yeah. Travel razor. This, oh, nice. This is flipping awesome, especially for the holidays, especially if you're already traveling. This is oh, a little wow. travel kit that I sell, but there's lots of different ones out there. And, uh, and a little tip or advice for if you're traveling this season with a travel razor, uh, a razor that you don't often use. I'm talking about a safety razor, by the way, yeah. uh, for those of you listening. Um, practice with it a week before you actually hit the road. Yeah. Just so you're used to it when you get to wherever you're going 
Because often, you know, back in the day, rather, I used to, you know, have a travel that would only use my travel, and I'd always nick. My, I always had the worst shades. Yeah. And this would typically happen around like a meetup because you know I travel go to different wet shaving meetups. Yeah. I'm the guy that's supposed to be, you know, perfectly shaved, know what I'm talking about, and I get there <laughs> and I have like razor burn and everything yeah. because I was using like gear that I don't often use. Plus, I'm I typically shave in the shower too. Yeah. I have a whole you know setup at home. So, but now I'm on the road. I'm in the hotel in front of the you know, the mirrors always suck in hotels. Yeah, that's true. They fog up and everything else. And <laughs> you just need to lean over the sink. I'm just not in a sink. Shaver. Yeah. Uh, so I'm adjusting there. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah. If you travel with a razor, you need you want to look good. Practice with your gear before you actually hit the road. Yeah, that makes sense. I've had I've had little like uh, razors too that I uh, yeah that were just in my kit, and then I do it, and like they were much more aggressive than I was used to, and I'd just mm-hmm. be bleeding all over the place. And yeah, I leave one at my parents' place that was like a little cheapo, like it was like a five dollar razor or something and um i always go oh, i've got a razor there the last couple of years and then i just screw up my face and I'm like eh, i'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. use that razor anymore <laughs> yeah well now I'm, I'm here to tell you you can still use it just practice with it yeah. before. visit them a week earlier no, wait, uh, <laughs> but yeah no you it's it's just so true mm. you know i missed one of my soaps when i was going on about soaps oh yeah go ahead you can go on oh, about okay yeah magno oh nice look at this stuff that looks Ooh. great. What Magno, is, I mean, this, I mean, the package alone, I just wanted for the packages to tell you the truth. Those look like, box. they look like fancy condoms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are those? The Magnums. I mean, what are, of course I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, Give me a pack of Magnums. <laughs> small plastics. But, um, yeah, Magno. It is. It does, it does look like that. So that's your mnemonic mental device for you folks to remember out there. But Magno, it's a black box. You're not going to see this though on the counter anywhere. You have to order this. Uh, this is from made in Barcelona. Oh, nice. Uh, or Barcelona. Ah, <laughs> there ah, you go. Yeah. But this is excellent soap, and it's like the, the oval-shaped ones that really like fit the armpit. Oh perfectly. yeah, yeah. Those you almost want to leave it there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, it's long-lasting. I've, I've been using this uh, recently. Um, and it's about two months still in my shower, still looking good. It just, it just, it's the soap that won't die. Really? Wow. So, and it's black too. It's really cool. You're not going to lose it. Now you might, uh, you might know this better. I'm not sure if this is true or not, but is it true that like with, uh, bar soaps, if you take them out in, uh, like of the package and let them like stay in the air for a couple of days before using them, that they'll last much longer. I read that well, somewhere. Yeah. That's that's how you make soap. That's called curing. Okay. So like when you do make a cold process soap, yeah. you want to cure it for a couple of weeks. Okay. But there's some soap makers in Turkey that will cure their soaps in caves for seven to nine years. Oh wow. Yeah, before they even make it to the market. Um, and yeah, that'll make it harder because it loses water. The longer it cures, the more water it loses, it becomes more compressed. It'll be harder and longer lasting. So yeah, oh, that's wow. true. In fact, with your shave soap, what I do with my shave soap rather, um, is um I leave the lids off the jars. I just have them on top of my shower, but I let the, I leave it off all the time. I don't relid them ever. Oh, wow. That's good. You can't tell what they are because there's no lid on them with the label. Anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> they're going to last forever, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that's awesome. It's supposed to be weird, but no, that's, that's the best thing you can do. That's why soap dishes rock. Uh, the travel cases that people use for like traveling soap, like those are the, 
worst things for your stove because you don't anything that gets wet you just don't want to lock it up and seal yeah. it away you yeah. want to let it air dry it gets all uh, soft and mushy like a layer of mushiness on it which is gross stuff can grow in there you know you just you don't want that and uh and that mm. you know back to shaving soap that's why when you're done loading your brush and when you're done shaving you leave the lid off your soap for a yeah. few hours before you relit it and put it away if that's what you're going to do okay. um, some people make the mistake and don't do that and then they blame the soap or the oh, maker yeah. for that problem. It's like, no, it's that's user error all the way. You yeah. gotta let it air dry. Yeah, I don't think I ever put anything wet away at all. Like I no, wait, let it, it dry first. Yeah. You would be surprised how many people do that. And it's like, why would I mean, how did you get this far in life without yeah. someone holding your hand through it? You know, I mean like Yeah, hey, I, you can't I had do a, that, you know. I had a roommate in college that would always leave his towel on the floor. I was like, That's how you grow mold. <laughs> Just hang it on the corner of the door or on a handle, or like you don't just put it somewhere so yeah, that it can air out. Like, and he would pick it up off the floor and dry himself off with it again, yeah. or something. I mean, like, yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't uh, like with towels that have go- had any mold on them whatsoever. Like, you can wash them thousands of times after they still smell that way. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta, like leave them in the sun and like yeah. pray over them. <laughs> Get that, some frankincense and myrrh. Yeah, frankincense and <laughs> Like your three best friends. Yeah. Mo, Larry, Kerr, I don't know. Um, another thing, moving back to the sock. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> this right here, my friend, is um, inten- intense, Intenso. Okay. That's intenso. Nice. I can't tell you where it's from. It's from London, in fact. But this, what, what I'm showing them is a, uh, it's a cologne sample. It's actually a very small bottle of cologne. It's probably like 1.5 milliliters of cologne, but you can get at any cologne, you know, area in the mall or whatnot. You can always get samples and vials. I have vials here. I actually sell sample vials of my own stuff. But oh, this nice. is perfect for a stocking. You know, it's just like a one use. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, I mean, it's just it's a great. I don't know. I just I love stuff like that I collect aftershaves and colognes anyway. So if I can get a sample of something I might be interested in, uh, even if I've never heard of it before, I'll still collect it. They're like stamps to me. Yeah, for sure. Or women. Awesome. You know, I just <laughs> <laughs> your binder is full of women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you have a line for if uh, if the ladies want to shave their uh, legs? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't. I should probably work. I, see, I, I don't. I, uh, but you have some sense that are probably that probably would fit more feminine than than masculine on some things, right? Some more like fruity stuff would might probably yeah, be something I mean, like even my dapper doc, uh, yeah. the doc holiday. That's actually, uh, um, what is it? It's fig and uh, lilac, oh, wow. which back in the day, though, the Victorian times, that's what men were wearing. Yeah. And actually, florals are big in Europe, too, uh, especially Germany. So the stuff that we would find a little foo-foo over here was actually is quite manly other places and other times. Yeah. So, yeah, some stuff that would definitely cross over. Like, I have a lime ginger tea tree oil that uh, women love. I have another one that's uh, sage, like desert sage that both oh, nice. men and women love. Um and, you know, stuff like lime, citruses, um, even like the holiday stuff, the peppermint one that I have called cane is it's like, it's a North pole barbershop is what I was going for. But oh, that nice. people, I mean, it's, it's unisex. There's a lot of scents that are unisex. In fact, yeah. most like colognes started off as perfumes, like classic ones. And just, yeah. again, as times change, so do the, the scents and uh, flavors, I guess. Of, yeah. uh, right. um, potassium alum, alum. 
Yeah. This should be in every shaver's kit. That sounds um, great. It's a block that I'm holding before the, the gentleman here. Yeah. But uh, this stuff is, this is like nature's aftershave. It's been around for thousands and thousands of years. The ancient Egyptians used to use it, ancient Chinese. Um, this stuff cures acne. I'm, I'm telling you, it I wish does. I knew about this in high school. Um, but if you are acne prone, I'm telling you, this will stop it. Uh, but it's also great for after a shave. This is an old barber's trick. They wet this and rub it on, rub it on your face after the fact. Yeah. And it's an astringent. Uh, tones the, the skin as well. Most people say closes the pores, but that's a big mis, misconception. If you could close your pores with cold water or alum, you would die from suffocation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, the pool. you know, you jump into the pool, it's too cold, you die. Yeah. Uh, so that's not, not true. But uh, but I'm telling you, this stuff really is magic stuff. It also gives you grip yeah. uh, on your razor. If you're using a slippery razor or not, this will rub your fingers on this and, you know, it's a sticky grip. Um yeah, that stuff is but, awesome. I use it all the time. Um, it's magical, and that's a, I like that new logo on it too. The old one I have is 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 got the old. The one I have has the older logo, but I like that new one, the polar bear with um, the, with your hat yeah. signature hat on it. <laughs> I didn't realize you had the other one. Yeah, this is that's uh, cool. the new one here. I'm that's awesome. Based on my, I have a my dog's a Malamute, and we kind of looks like a polar bear. So this is kind of a indirect you know why didn't i put my dog on here but just something that represents my dog i don't know i'm an artist but uh the fact is this stuff it's small it's in a travel case it fits great in a sock so alum or alum depending on where you're from look that up um soap samples these come in little tiny jars lots of artisans and vendors sell samples of different soaps these travel so well but not only that they fit great in a stocking so You know, if you if you're, you don't know what to buy him, you know he likes artisan shaving soap. You can't lose by picking up a few uh, sample packs. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And if if he already has it, has the full size, he can stick this in his dop kit or his travel kit. Yeah, and like that's great. Sure great travel. Uh, and deodorant. So I'm not. So I mean, again, I was bummed out when I got the men in deodorant back in the day or the old spice stuff. <laughs> uh, I, not mine. I make the other one as well, but like this stuff actually matches, you know, some my favorite and your favorite soaps. Um, so it's it's deodorant that you want or yeah. deodorant that he wants. That should be in the stock. Yeah, yeah I got to get some. Uh, I don't know if you make a tombstone one yet in deodorant, but I'd be. I'd like to get some of that so I can match everything. <laughs> oh yeah, you just placed an order, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Man, I got I, I got some just... beard oil. <laughs> oh, you did get the beard. Oil. Okay. I did. Yeah. Tombstone deodorant. I don't think they do because the thing is, it changes from medium to medium. Um, oh, okay. Like the original, originally I just made the aftershave. It wasn't working as a soap. It was just smelling like you walked into a shoe store. The soap was, <laughs> you just get hit with leather because soap is so like one dimensional. It doesn't Yum. have time to like develop the scent, you know, like dry down like an aftershave would or whatnot. So yeah. It's really just like one dimensional in that regard where the top notes are going to hit you or if the base notes are really strong. They're going to hit you first. And that's the only thing you're going to ever smell. So yeah. I had to really tweak it out the blend before I made it into a soap. And it's the same thing to be said for a deodorant too. That yeah. wears differently as well. So now you get it in a hot spot. And yeah. so, uh, but I mean, like it's really, I never even thought about it, but you're right. I probably should work <laughs> on <laughs> I'm I'm <laughs> giving you more more work to do. <laughs> no. yeah, I gotta go. I got to do. But, uh, <laughs> shaving brushes. Shaving oh, yeah. brushes. They, they're the perfect size for a uh, stocking. They're also really affordable these days, especially the 
uh, synthetic versions. Uh, they've really dropped down in price. Yeah. It's amazing. Everyone and their mother is selling uh, synthetic brushes now, but we actually just put out one that's based on uh, the vintage Ever Ready brushes. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's Ooh. really, I mean, I like to bring back, you know, stuff that's been discontinued or, st- or just ancient stuff that's really hard to find. Yeah. Um, this is another one of them. Except I kind of brought it back on steroids. It's like a huge brush, <laughs> oh, uh, nice. but it's classic, like Bakelite looking. It's not Bakelite, but yeah. it does look Bakelite. Um, but it's called the Atomic Rocket. If, you, if you're ever on our site, check it out. But twelve ninety five for a 26 millimeter synthetic oh, brush. Wow. I mean, you can't, you can't lose nice. with that. I got to try that. And out. again, it's a great stock and stuff it's perfect and it's not something you're going to want to wrap anyway so just yeah. stick it in the stock and they've gotten mm-hmm. so much closer to to like the real hair now because i have like an old i think it was it was given as a christmas gift to me from someone that was like a it was from the body shop and it just felt oh, yeah. like plastic it felt like a toy brush like like yeah. <laughs> in a kid's little toy uh bathroom kit <laughs> yeah no for the longest time that synth brushes they just suck like you know yeah. some of them look like like it's made out of fishing line some of the <laughs> antique ones yeah you know that white like fiber optic type brush. yeah yeah uh, but, but now you know and it has more to do with uh makeup worlds the stuff that she's using that does with all these different uh betterments they're making with the brush qualities yeah. uh, because they've been competing with, you know, fine, different animal first for our hairs for years. Um, in fact, like, you know, women laugh at us when we're like, this badger brush cost me $50. And she's like, yeah, well I have this Fox, you know, this tiny Fox brush that costs $2,000. I mean, like it's amazing. <laughs> the, the price, yeah. They just, uh, badger who uses badger <laughs> anyway. So the synthetic brushes, they, that comes out of the makeup industry and it also comes out of South Korea. So, you know, for years people have been like, well, badgers aren't going to be around forever. Well, now I'm thinking like, is synth going to be around forever? (laughs) That's true. Yeah. We probably want to move those plants somewhere else. We're getting them from China, but the the fibers themselves are coming out of South Korea. So so they're doing it right. And they're very competitive these days. So they're getting better and better with (coughs) fibers. And I'm just, I'm really excited about synth. It's the only thing I use right now. Yeah, that's good stuff. And it's like kind of novelty too for somebody that hasn't uh, shaved classically before. It's like a great introduction to get somebody some soap and the brush. Like, because they'll use that. They might not start out with a razor. They might be kind of scared with it, but they'll they'll play around with it for sure. Oh, yeah, that's the way to do it. That's how most of us got into it. We started with the brush and the soap. We found yeah. a, you know, a health food store or something like that, and yeah. we were still using cartridge razors. But that's, and that is wet shaving. When I say wet shaving, I'm just talking about using a soap and brush. Yeah. I don't care what you shave after the fact, but that is the wet shaving part. But you know, another great thing about the synth, especially if we're talking about traveling, is that's something, since it's not animal hair, you don't have to really worry about drying that off before you throw it back in your kit and take yeah. it off to the next hotel room or wherever you're going like you don't have to baby it so much yeah it's, it's gonna last forever so i like that to the durability yeah that's awesome. mm-hmm. so we'll just i'm gonna grab a few more things the rest you know if you want to see the rest of the contents of this stocking uh a new episode i'd rather be shaving is coming out on monday it's our christmas episode well thanks man thanks for coming on thanks for all these great ideas i mean we'll have you back on again in the new year to, to you know to go through so as some of you know birthday gifts, Valentine's I want to get Day you gifts guys on our show too. Like, oh yeah, for sure. I want to get you. I want to come to you guys. Oh yeah, in LA. And, uh, sorry, John. Uh, <laughs> do something though. Like, get you guys on the show. Have some competition or whatnot. That'd or, be fun. We've we been talking about last night about getting people on the show and you know, yeah, embarrassing them. That'd be fun. I'm always up for that. All right. Well, thanks, man. You have a merry Christmas, Doug, and uh, we'll talk to you in the new year. Dude, you just said Merry Christmas.
Oh, I'm so We've sorry. We've been triggered. Dude, You've been happy holiday. You're supposed to say happy. Oh. How much do they find you if you say Merry Christmas? Uh, in, yeah. in Canada, yeah. might be your might be put in prison, <laughs> but here I'm well, just gonna sure. go have some toast. <laughs> hey, this is Jason Jaggard of Novus Global, and uh, the worst Christmas present I have ever gotten was uh, an energy saving shower head from my father. My dad got me an energy-saving shower head. And I don't know if you know how this works, but the way that you save energy is by decreasing water pressure. And uh, everyone has different preferences with water pressure. Uh, I I prefer to have the, the water so strong that it's like ripping your skin off. And an energy-saving shower head is more like getting uh, a gentle back massage from a small a small baby. And uh, But, you know, it was nice of him to you know want to save me a little bit of money. Except for one thing, I was still living in his house. So it was really a Christmas present for himself and a middle finger to me. Uh, so uh, since then, uh, him and I have gotten counseling and, and things are better now. But uh, love your podcast and have a very Merry Christmas. All right. Uh, coming uh, for a close here. Yeah. Um, a good guests and bad guests. Good, good guests, bad guests. you know, good, good way to end out the year. And um, as you know, if you join uh, Patreon during the month of, month of December, all of our proceeds go to support Operation Homefront. So if you've always wanted to become a patron, now's the time to do it because you can get a triple whammy. I said double whammy earlier, but I meant triple. Triple whammy. Triple means you get to support a great cause, Operation Homefront. You get um, all the extras by being a patron, becoming a patron, patron, patron. Patron, I, 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 this word is screwing me up. It patron. always does. It, well, originally it came from patron, right? Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So by becoming a patron, and plus, if you want to enter our giveaway, I told you about all that stuff we had there, right? We got t-shirts, we got mugs, we got flasks, we got, um, we, we've got a book signed by Zach Anner. Did you talk to Jimmy on the way out? Because you're starting to sound like something rubbed off on your accent. Jimmy, I didn't talk to him. No, I didn't you see sure? him. I missed you it. You sure a little guy? Yeah, like I missed about him. Two feet tall. Yeah, no, I missed him. I, okay. I guess. Well, he's very easy to. It slipped through the cracks, uh, literally. Um, so if you want to do that, go ahead and do that. Uh, John, what do, you, what do you think would be a good stocking stuffer um, for people? Like Doug gave us a, got a, a bunch yeah, of great Phoenix shaving I'm, products, but what would uh, what kind of what would a scoff law you know want in their stocking? Spoons of all kinds, wood, you know, met, <laughs> no. small metal ones for soup. The collectible ones no. from different The kind uh, of stir the milk places. and sugar into your coffee. No. Spoons. Nobody wants wood. They want wooden combs, not spoons. Mm-hmm. He's bowls. out of touch. He's out of touch with the audience. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so you could always go to uh, com and click the shop link. And there's a bunch of cool stuff you can give to someone in a stocking stuffer. Um, I'd like to say the flask because our flask is the coolest thing. I've got one. Flasks it's are uh, awesome. our logo done uh, printed metallically on the flask, and it looks super cool. Um, for a fan of the show, it, it'd be a great gift. Yeah. Also, uh, go ahead and uh, and enter the giveaway. We'll put the link in the show notes if that's interesting to you at all. Enter the giveaway to get all of that free stuff. All right. And uh, we want to say thank you to um, all of our friends of the show that called in uh, with their uh, best and worst gifts. And we wish you all a Merry Christmas and hopefully uh, we'll see you in the new year. Indeed. You guys, you guys about ready to close this out? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you guys, 
You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, yes, you guys, yes, Johnny boy, uh huh, I love you, man. Mm, this is getting weird. You, yeah. have, you are a gentleman in a scoff on my like He's about to give you a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> Sorry. Donovan. Yes, sir. I love you, buddy. Uh, I love you too, Jordan. I'm you not afraid to gen- say that. You are a gentleman air. in a scoff my friend. And you are as well. And I also, honestly, just since we're in California, I want to give a shout out to all of our firefighters out there. Oh, yes, for sure. They've been fighting those fires. No doubt our viewers or our listeners have heard about them. And uh, we lost one today. So oh, no. Wanna, I want to say that they're all gentlemen scoff laws. Definitely. And yep. uh, I respect what they're doing. And, and uh, I hope they're all safe this Christmas season. Definitely. Um, you guys, you guys have a Merry Christmas. Yeah. And we'll see you in the new year. Hey, this is Zach, um, Anner of the Gentleman Scofflaw podcast. And I think my favorite, uh, holiday memory for me, it was Christmas. Uh, haven't had too many Hanukkah ones, but my favorite Christmas memory, I think, was, uh, sitting around the piano with my grandma and singing Christmas carols with my whole family and my aunts and uncles got out their instruments and I of course used my natural singing ability and it was just one of those magical Christmas moments uh, and then my worst uh, Christmas memory uh, usually my Christmases are pretty good but uh, my Christmases are fucking amazing Thank you for coming. You look beautiful tonight. Meet me after the show. Here we go. It was almost Christmas time. And there I stood in another line. Trying to buy that last gift or two. Not really in the Christmas mood. Standing right in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing round like little boys do. In his hands, he held a pair of shoes, and his clothes were worn and old. He was dirty from head to toe, and when it came his time to pay, I couldn't believe what I heard him say Sir I wanna buy these shoes for my mama please 
It's Christmas Eve, and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while, and I know these shoes would make her smile. What? And I want her to look beautiful if Mama meets Jesus to... Wait, she dies? What the f***? I'm sticking to the classics next year. Damn it. 